the first night we were there, we, we talked about what we were nervous about or what we were afraid of coming into this trip, many of which you just heard. Um, I thought it was very fitting for Jillian to volunteer to do this because her and Eric, more than anybody, had some massive fears coming into this trip. They said that it was okay for me to share a little bit of this, and the night before we left, when they were packing, they almost didn't come. They were stressed. They were worried. They had a lot of fear that was gripping them. But they got in the car. They got on the bus. They got on the plane. And even on Saturday, they still had fear gripping them. On Saturday, we had just arrived, and Jillian was like, okay, so Friday, when we're coming back, what's the plan for that? Because we got to make our flight. And, we, and she was still afraid, even though we were there. But Sunday came, and Sunday during church, it wasn't a whole lot better. But Sunday night, we met the family, and the mom holding their four-month-old made eye contact with Jillian. And it all melted away. And she knew that she was here for a reason, that she was there for a reason, that she was there for a purpose. And it was like it just lifted off of her. And she was able to be there, to be present during those few days, and to serve and to love on this family. We all have fear. And sometimes fear can be a good thing. You know, we're afraid to get hurt so we don't put our hand on the hot stove. Scripture says that the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Fear can be good, but fear that keeps us from doing what we are supposed to do, fear that keeps us from doing what we are called to do, that fear, that fear is not good. And that fear comes straight from the devil himself, straight from the enemy. It freezes us in our tracks. It keeps us from doing what we have been called to do. Over the years, I've, I've, this is only the second mission trip I've led, but I've been on several, and I've encouraged lots of people to go with me. And it breaks my heart when I hear something that sounds like fear keeping people from going. What I love about mission trips is seeing the change, seeing the change in, in our lives and the, the change in the lives of the 15 people who went this year and the, the change in the lives of the family that we went to serve. But what breaks my heart is every time I ask and, and someone says something that just sounds like a fear preventing them from going. We're called to serve. If you've been a Christian for any length of time, you know that. We talk about that a lot here, that we are called to serve others. And I know, I know, you don't have to go across the world to do that. You don't have to hop on a plane. You don't have to take a week off of work. You can do that where you are. And in fact, I hope you are doing that where you are, in your community, in your neighborhood, here at the church even, or other places. I hope that you are doing that. But we are called to serve in fact, a couple weeks ago, we had an opportunity here where we served the teachers of Mechanicsville Elementary and Grace Christian School. And what made uh, my heart rejoiced when I had a mom call me or text me, I forget which, and said, hey, my girls would like to serve who are in elementary school. Is there something they can do? Absolutely. Thank you for teaching them at such a young age how to serve and how to be involved in the community. 
And they were there, and they handed out drinks, and we had two other kids who were there handing out silverware, and it was amazing. We are called to serve and to love others. Matthew 28, 18 to 20, Jesus says, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all I have commanded you. And, lo, I am always with you, even to the end of the age. Mark 12, 31, Jesus asks, is asked by others, what's the greatest commandment? He says, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. But he doesn't stop there. He says, the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There's no other commandment greater than these. And Acts 1.8 says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in, in both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and even to the ends of the earth. And when we serve, when we step out of that fear onto faith, what we get to experience is God show up and show off. What we get to experience is his authority, his power, his might come through in powerful and amazing ways because what we're afraid of more times than not it's not us, but what's outside of our control. We're not afraid to go to Mexico and build a house. We're afraid of blowing a, a tire driving through Tijuana. That's what we're afraid of. We're not afraid of going and being in Mexico. What we're afraid of is something happening to our loved ones here when we're there and not being able to be here with them. We're not afraid of things that are inside our control. We're afraid of what's outside our control. I read a study a while back that said that the reason most people are afraid to fly is because they're not actually in control. They're not actually up there flying the plane. They'd rather be driving where they can control their car, they can control their vehicle. But what it went on to explain is that even driving a car, you're not really in control. It's the perceived control. You still have no control over the other vehicles. You have no control over the weather that makes it dangerous to drive. You have no control over whatever may happen. But it's this feeling that we have, that we feel that we're in control. And that fear that we have inside that things could happen is crippling. These things that are just outside of our control, we have no way of controlling any of this. But it, we feel it in our gut. And it just turns our stomach, and it's terrifying. I've heard it said before that our ceiling is God's floor. At the extent of our abilities and our talents is just where God begins. And sometimes I feel, I feel like sometimes we find ourselves in what feels like a small space. That the ceiling's just right above us, and we spend so much energy and effort to either raise that ceiling ourselves or to go somewhere else where the ceiling's higher. We either work so hard to lift our ceiling and by our efforts and by our energy to be more comfortable with where our ceiling is, or we just leave. We just don't go to those areas. But what if when we find the ceiling right above our heads, we just sat down and we sat in what was uncomfortable. We sat in the fear that grips us. We sat in what can be just such a small room and look up and see what God can do 
Because until we learn to sit in our fear, to step into faith, and not let this fear control us, we're not going to see what God's authority and his power, according to Scripture, can do. So one of two things happens. We can either leave, we can go somewhere, or we can wait in the fear, in faith, of what God will show up and show off his incredible power, his incredible might, his incredible abilities to do what we can only, only imagine far above what we can imagine. Father God, you are so good. You are so powerful. Your abilities, your strength, your provision is so, so, so incredible. And we know that when when Satan throws fears and lies our way, that he is trying to keep us, keep you from doing what only you can do. He is trying to keep you from moving powerfully. He is trying to rob us of the experience of seeing you. He's trying to rob you of the chance to do some powerful work in us or in this world. So God, I pray as we go throughout this week, you help us just to kick Satan and these lies and these fears right out the door. Help us to sit in that fear in what's uncomfortable and see you show up and show off and do powerful and amazing things. God, it is incredible when we sit down and think of what you've already done in us. And God, I know that you are capable of so, so, so much more. And I just pray that you reveal yourself to us and that you move like only you can. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.